So imagine this, you have someone in your life who is able to give you the right advice for every situation. What would you do? Would you reach out regularly to make sure you make the right decision? Would you try to go it on your own and use them as a fallback? Would you only turn to them for advice when you got to the end of your rope? Would you only turn to them when you were in trouble? So imagine this, you have someone in your life who is able and willing to give you the right advice for every situation. How would you choose to live your life? Would you choose to stay in close and regular contact with them? Would you look to build a strong and intimate relationship with them? Would you be in constant contact and connection with them to ensure you are making the right choices? Would you be their friend or would you treat them more like a genie to rescue you in tough or trying times? Would you be their friend where you share everything with them because you know they love you so much that they are ready and willing to share with you? Would you only reach out when you are in trouble? Would you only turn to them when you couldn't figure it out on your own? Would you try to be self-reliant rather than joining forces with them? So you have a guidance counselor. Remember back in school they had people with that title? Did you ever go see them? Did you ever ask them for advice? Did you ever make a routine of it? I don't remember going to see my high school guidance counselor more than a couple times in all my years of high school. I don't remember going to see my university guidance counselor more than a couple times in all my years of university and co-op. I remember hearing of friends who did but that wasn't my way. As I consider their roles and responsibilities in today's theme, I wonder if anything would have been different in the decisions I made over all those years had I used them for the purpose and availability they had. Guidance Counselors Oversee and fulfill a guidance program designed to allow students to voice concerns without fear of punishment or judgment. Analyze student performance in class and identify sources of problems. Get to know students and their unique needs to offer specialized solutions. Help students develop a plan for their academic career that corresponds with their skills and interests. Host crisis intervention and prevention programs. Facilitate communication between parents, teachers, administrators and students about behavior and academic problems. Assist with school programs and events. Looking up guidance counselors you find information like. Guidance counselors are professionals who work in schools or other educational institutions providing academic, personal and career advice to students. They work to examine and assess any potential or skills students may have and communicate this to them to help boost their self-esteem and well-being. Guidance counselors typically conduct either group or individual counseling sessions with students to learn about any social or academic challenges the student is facing and provide advice to help them succeed at school or in their personal lives. As they speak with students during each session, the guidance counselor identifies any behavioral problem and societal or cultural issues that may be negatively impacting the child's personal or social life. Looking up skills and qualifications for a guidance counselor I found. Considering how much is expected of a guidance counselor, there are extensive skills and qualifications candidates need. While there are many interpersonal and academic skills required that may be different depending on the school or district, the following skills and qualifications are the most important to consider when crafting an effective job description. Many students come to get help with problems, so a quality guidance counselor will need to have exceptional problem-solving skills to address a variety of issues. A guidance counselor needs great listening skills to fully understand the student's issues before offering help. The smallest details can make all the difference in solving a problem for a student, so a good guidance counselor will be able to identify the details and adjust solutions accordingly. Students need to feel comfortable and welcome when talking with a guidance counselor, so applicants should have a friendly and personable attitude about them. So knowing their roles and responsibilities, does that change the thought about how you would interact with them? So knowing their skills and qualifications, does that change the thought about how you would interact with them? So if you had someone who was able to give you the right advice for every situation, what would you do? 
So if you had someone who is able to give you the right advice for every situation, how would you choose to live your life? Dash. The One Year Daily Insights. With Zig Ziglar and D.R. Ike Rygert. For December 15th. Dash. The World's Best Guidance Counselor. Dash. Memory Verse of the Day. Greater than however, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. Greater than. Greater than John 16:13. Dash. Knowing this, does it make you consider how you might want to connect and stay connected with the Holy Spirit throughout the day rather than every now and then? Let's look for more context and details using the Amplified Version and some surrounding text. Greater than but now I am going to Him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts, and taken complete possession of them. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper, Comforter, Advocate, Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, Standby, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send Him, the Holy Spirit, to you, to be in close fellowship with you. And He, when He comes, will convict the world about, the guilt of, sin, and the need for a Savior, and about righteousness, and about judgment, about sin, and the true nature of it, because they do not believe in Me, and My message, about righteousness, personal integrity and godly character, because I am going to My Father and you will no longer see Me, about judgment, the certainty of it, because the ruler of this world, Satan, has been judged and condemned. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear, to hear, them now. But when He, the Spirit of Truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth. For He will not speak on His own initiative, but He will speak whatever He hears, from the Father, the message regarding the Son, and He will disclose to you what is to come, in the future. He will glorify and honor Me, because He, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is Mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are Mine. Because of this I said that He, the Spirit, will take from what is Mine and will reveal it to you. Greater than greater than John 16 5-15. Points from the devotional. Some interesting questions come as today's devotional starts like. If you had immediate and continuous access to the brightest mind in your field, would you use that resource? Would you call that person to ask for insight several times a day, or would you think, no, I'd better just call once a week for about five minutes, that's enough? Would it matter if they were the brightest mind and also had the biggest and most loving heart? Would knowing how much they love you change how you would decide to interact with them? The fact, the reality, the truth is that the brightest mind and most loving heart in the universe s on call 24-7 for every believer. So how will you respond? Choose? Decide? Today's verse we learn how Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. The Holy Spirit is who directed the writers of the Bible. The Holy Spirit is who directed the writers to capture what was going on in their moment in time so that we would have this information available to us today. The Holy Spirit knows it all and is available all the time to help us with our decisions. The Holy Spirit came when Jesus returned to sit at the right hand of the Father to be our comforter and our guide. We are still not alone because God is with us. So knowing He is with you, does that change your thoughts about inviting Him into every situation? Does it change your thoughts about seeking His advice? Are you ready to apply God's truth into every situation by inviting and talking through your situation with the Holy Spirit? There is no better guidance counselor than the Holy Spirit. Do you value the Holy Spirit? Do you pursue the Holy Spirit? Do you ask Him questions throughout your day? Do you wait on Him to provide you with answers? Are you too busy to pursue? Are you too busy to ask? 
Are you too busy to wait? If you had one of the greatest minds offer to give you a day to answer all the questions on his topic wouldn't you prepare and get ready in order to make the most of that day? Wouldn't you then look to absorb as much as you possibly could in that day? What if it was Warren Buffet offering you advice on investing? What if it was Elon Musk offering you advice on innovating? What if it was the CEO of a company? What if it was a leader of one of the world's most powerful countries? As you consider those situations, will you consider leaning in and asking of the Holy Spirit and getting His advice throughout your day? Week? Month? Year? Life? He is available 24-7-365-6 for leap years, a year. We have access to God through the Holy Spirit and it is up to us to decide if we will receive, accept, use this access to build a stronger relationship with God and live a life that will bring God praise, honor, and glory. So will you prepare your heart and value Him? Will you prepare the questions to be able to get to the root of the issues? Will you wait and listen intently as He provides you with the wisdom and discernment? Will you listen to the scriptures He brings to mind to help us understand what is going on? Will you get quiet enough to hear the still quiet voice? Will you be obedient to His prompting and answers? Are you ready to become wise by valuing and listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you wanting to risk the consequences of not valuing and not listening? Dash. Discussion Topics from Today's Devotional Do you treat the Holy Spirit like you'd treat the best mind in your field? Explain your answer. How can you value Him more? What difference will it make? Dash. Quotes from today's devotional. Greater than be assured, if you walk with Him and look to Him, and expect help from Him, He will never fail you. Greater than. Greater than George Mola. Dash. As we continue through December we have finished the readings of the Tanakh and I thank Seferia for their resources in helping me to see the Old Testament in a new way and my friend Lionel for having shared this tool with me. As we kicked off December the idea my wife brought up came to mind about going through the book of Luke, who was a doctor, which happens to have 24 chapters so that we can read one a day and complete it in time for Christmas. To get as many details from this I am going to use the amplified version to try and grasp all the details Luke gives us to consider and learn. So today we will read Luke 15. Greater than now all the tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews, were coming near Jesus to listen to Him. Both the Pharisees and the scribes began muttering and complaining, saying, This man accepts and welcomes sinners and eats with them. So He told them this parable, What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost, searching, until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he gets home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. Greater than. Greater than or what woman, if she has ten silver coins, each one equal to a day's wages, and loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls together her, women, friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I found the lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents, that is, changes his inner self, his old way of thinking, regrets past sins, lives his life in a way that proves repentance, and seeks God's purpose for his life. Greater than. Greater than then he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them, inappropriately, said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that falls to me. So he divided the estate between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered together everything, that he had, and traveled to a distant country, and there he wasted his fortune in reckless and immoral living. 
Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in that country, and he began to do without and be in need. So he went and forced himself on one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He would have gladly eaten the carob pods that the pigs were eating, but they could not satisfy his hunger, and no one was giving anything to him. But when he, finally, came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough food, while I am dying here of hunger? I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Just, treat me like one of your hired men. So he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion for him, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quickly bring out the best robe, for the guest of honor, and put it on him, and give him a ring for his hand, and sandals for his feet. And bring the fattened calf and slaughter it, and let us, invite everyone and, feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was, as good as, dead and is alive again, he was lost and has been found. So they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and when he returned and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. So he summoned one of the servants and began asking what this, celebration, meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But the elder brother became angry and deeply resentful and was not willing to go in, and his father came out and began pleading with him. But he said to his father, Look! These many years I have served you, and I have never neglected or disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me, so much as, a young goat, so that I might celebrate with my friends, but when this, other, son of yours arrived, who has devoured your estate with immoral women, you slaughtered that fattened calf for him. The father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But it was fitting to celebrate and rejoice, for this brother of yours was, as good as, dead and has begun to live. He was lost and has been found. Greater than. Greater than Luke 15 1-32. Dash. So where are you at today? Are you trying to go it alone or are you inviting God into your situation? Are you trying to push through it alone or are you inviting God into the situation? Are you trying to figure it out on your own or are you inviting God into the situation? Why not invite Jesus into your heart? Why not be in constant conversation with the Holy Spirit? Why not live out the rest of your life differently and better than the past in a way that will bring God all the praise, the honor, and the glory? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is your Son, and that He died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Because your word is truth, I confess with my mouth that I am born again and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Did you pray with me? Would you be willing to leave me a comment so that I can pray with and for you about such an incredible decision? Or if you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment on my blog, why not email or text me instead? Dash.